Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me this week. If you're new to this channel, welcome. I hope you enjoy and stick around. I'll be reading out of 1 Corinthians chapter 9 starting in verse 24. The topic today is racing. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I don't know how many of you are aware, but this weekend, and actually this upcoming week, pretty much the whole week, is the World Championships in athletics, track and field, happening out in Eugene, Oregon. I've been tuning in, I'm not really a big fan of the field events, but the track events I like. I think at a base level we could look at people running and say, okay, so you can run faster than others. Who cares? Why does that matter? Why is that important? But you know, Paul here talks about this spiritual race that we run, and the analogy is to physical race, an actual athletic race. He talks about competition. He talks about what the athletes need to do to prepare their bodies, to pretty much beat their bodies into submission, so that in these competitions they'll perform at peak level, optimal level. And why is that? Well, there's a prize to be gained, and it's a prize they all want. Sure, if you're running in a, a real, literal race, there's bragging rights, there's the medal, there's the money, this day and age, we're talking popularity, fame, endorsements, right? Maybe after your running career is over, you'll have the opportunity to coach or to commentate. So it's really something you do, not just for that short season when your body is physically able to compete at that level, but you can turn this into a whole career beyond that when you're no longer able to run those races. For those people in that industry, this becomes a lifestyle. During the broadcast yesterday, there was a professional football player they had on, former professional football player, who also used to run track. I think he ran the hurdles when he was in college. And they had him on, and he doesn't do any of that professionally anymore. But they asked him, do you still train like you used to? And he said, yes, of course I do. Always keep my body in peak physical condition. And you know, it's not because he's actually competing, but it's because he understands that that's still good for him, still beneficial. So what does all this have to do with this spiritual race that we're running? Well, you know, we all have different races, different skills, different talents. When it comes to athletic performance, we all have different abilities. When it comes to spiritual performance, we all have different abilities. The question is one of whether we recognize that there is a prize to be gained. And if we recognize that, what do we do about it? There's a young lady from the United States, I think she's still just 20 years old, who has a specific race that she runs, and she hasn't lost at that distance in a number of years. And again, this is someone who's just barely out of her teenage years. 
She used to run a shorter distance, but then she changed to the longer distance. And now all of a sudden, she's an Olympic champion. She's gunning for the world record. She's probably going to be world champion before the week's out. When she's on the track, the expectation is that she will win because she's the best at that distance. Well, let me tell you, a month, maybe two months ago, she competed at an international event at a different distance. She actually competed at twice that distance. What happened? Well, for most of the race, she was right up there with everyone at the front of the pack. But once she got to the last lap around that track, she was done. It was actually interesting because I watched the end of the race and I'm waiting for her to cross the finish line. And I thought I missed something. I thought maybe I wasn't paying attention, but she never crossed the finish line which was a huge surprise. She just didn't finish the race. She didn't have enough to keep up with everyone else up until the end. She got so far and she was just out of gas. You see, she was pushing herself the way she always pushes herself. Same intensity, same speed, but she just couldn't keep it up for twice the distance. That's not her race. You could watch that and say, oh, look at that. She's terrible. She didn't even finish the race. But that's just not a race. The shorter race, that's her race. That's where when she gets on the track, you know, no one right now is taking that first place finish away from her. Recently, someone got very, very close. But in the last couple moments, that last second and a half, she found a little extra oomph in there and still made it across that line in first place. Paul talks about what he does to his body to beat it into submission, how he trains. He doesn't train like a shadow boxer, he trains like a real boxer. Paul doesn't approach this spiritual race like it's some kind of practice or preparation. It's the real deal. This is it. This is competition time. For as long as we're running these races here, it's race day every day, as long as we're alive. This is what we're doing. This is what we should be doing. And why? Why would we continue to keep going and going and going? Why this act of self-sacrifice? Why discipline ourselves? Why be concerned with the reputation? Why be concerned with whether we actually live out those things which we teach? Because it all matters. It's serious business. I watched some medals being given out this weekend. I don't think the gold medal is just a big piece of gold. Silver, bronze, same thing. These medals have those colors, but no one's winning a big slab of gold. They're winning these medals that matter today, and maybe in years to come, they'll still matter. But at some point, that medal, that position, it's just another season, it's just another competition, it's just another win that the next year is going to be overshadowed by the new win. In fact, there's an Olympic athlete right now who's auctioning off his medals for charity. Noble thing, I'm sure. But think about the fact that in the moment when he won those medals, however many Olympics he competed in, it was so important. Silver, bronze, gold, you, you want a medal. You want to be on the podium. So no matter what the medal is, it's something you can say, most people in the world don't get to achieve this. They don't win one of these. He's won several. Yet now, 
Now those medals he's willing to give up for charity. He says, well, I mean, I won the races I won. I placed in the races I placed in. I don't need the medal to prove that or show that. It's all been recorded. The medal's really just a symbol. You see, the prize people get isn't really the prize, right? The achievement is winning the race. The prize is a symbol. But for us, spiritually, that's not the case. For us, the prize is a real prize. It's not a fake piece of gold on a ribbon that in 50 years no one's going to care about. It is a real prize with real benefit that lasts for eternity. We all have different races to run. And just because I'm not great at your race and you're not great at my race doesn't mean that we're not great. We've just got to run our races. There are people who will do awesome things for the kingdom that are not for me to do. And I would not be good at them. I would not be successful. It's not what God has for me to do. It's the same with you. There are things that you're going to be awesome at that God says, this is what I want for you. There are other things where if you try to push your way in there and achieve greatness, you won't because it's not your race. If we understand what Paul understood, and we know that there is a real eternal prize ahead, this will be a priority for us. We will ask God, what do you want me to do? What's my race? What's my job? What do you have set aside for me? And then you ask, how do I prepare for that? How do I train for that? How do I beat my body into submission to do this successfully? righteously. Everyone has a race to run. Everyone. There's no one in the stands. There's no one who's strictly a spectator. Everyone's got their race to run. They want to finish and they want to win that prize. Let's focus on that as we go through these days. Father God, thank you, Lord, that you don't just put us here on earth just to sit and wait for your son to come back, or just to sit and wait for our days here to end. But God, you give us purpose, you give us meaning, and you give us these races to run. Lord, we wanna be faithful with what you have set aside for us. Father God, show each of us the race we're to be running. Show us, God, how to train for that. Show us, Lord, how to fine-tune these bodies so that we can perform at peak level in this spiritual race. Lord, help us stay focused on that eternal prize that will be ours if we finish. Thank you, God, that there is so much more beyond this life waiting for those who love you. Father, we love you and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.